0: Carol Ofori, East Coast Radio. So it is East Coast Radio, KZN's number one hit music station, your daytime queen, Carol Ofori with you. And uh, so I asked you to send me a voice note, 0617929495, and tell me about that moment where you lost your little one. And the reason this is sparked because it happened to me for the first time. I've been a parent now for seven years, and my two-year-old, we were at church. I was busy signing her in for Sunday Sunday school. And I let go of her hand just to sign some stuff. And as I did so, she vanished. And I was running around like a headless chicken. I was tears streaming down my face. I was, And this happened five, maybe five minutes she was gone. The maximum five minutes. And in that moment, I remember the, the story my mom told me of the first time. Because I did it a few times. I'm that child that got lost a few times. The very first time that I got lost and what I put her through. And now I knew what she was speaking about. Mama! hello how are you my mum? I know you you are so shy, but today ah yeah, you just have to do this for your child <laughs> okay so Mom, I've been sharing with everyone on the radio about the moment I lost my daughter like for five minutes and how my heart sank, but literally last night we were still even talking about just how they even had to give you sugar water. but let's start mm-hmm. with the story of how did i how did I wander off in the first place? Well, that's a very
1: strange story um my brother was going overseas and we had all come from out of town into johannesburg because he was supposed to fly out that evening and what year was that was 1990 and you were four years old just so that everybody knows your age eh?
0: (laughs) good one mama
1: i was four okay Yes, you are four years old, but you're very talkative, you are very clever. you are you know you always had your own way. You did things your way. Yeah. And as my brother went across the road into a forex shop because we had to change currency those years before you traveled, um, I stood with you at the car, and I thought, "Oh, here's the curtain shop. Let me just go and have a browse around, peek around those curtains." And this was we were Joburg, moving into a new house. This was Joburg, England, CB, CBD. This is Johannesburg in Rustic Street in Johannesburg. Those days mm-hmm. in 1990, and I enter the shop with you holding your hand. We're in the store, and I'm looking at curtains, and saying, "Oh, when we're ready to move into our new house." I'll be doing this. And you were playing around around me, running around, playing. And for about one, two, three minutes, I didn't hear you. And I started to call out your name, call out your name, and you were not in the store. And uh, everybody in the store started to look for you because now I started to get worried. Five minutes has gone by. Ten minutes has gone by, and I started to blame the shop owner. <laughs> I said, he kidnapped my child. And this poor old man was so distraught. And he didn't know what to do, but I blamed him. I said, What happened to my child? You are she's somewhere in the store. And we were just, uh, my sister suddenly came to join us. And we looked everywhere in the store. This man was trying to tell us there's has nothing to do with the child. I didn't believe him. Eventually, we had to report you missing to show how long. I think oh. now 30 minutes had gone by. We couldn't find you anywhere. And uh, as we reported you missing, I was still back at that shop again because we were walking like crazy people up and down the streets of Johannesburg looking for you. But it didn't cross my mind that you you were able to cross a traffic light. What you did is you crossed two or three traffic lights until you couldn't walk anymore because there was now a bridge going into Bromfontein. And um, we had to call your father. He was at work there to give him time off. The whole of Johannesburg police, John Foster Square, were on high alert <laughs> looking for you. And uh, the more I looked for you, the more different people were telling me, no, there's a taxi rank somewhere around the corner. Once those people have got us, she's gone. She's gone to the <laughs> trans side. They kidnapped your child. The other one said, no, there's bus rank somewhere. Those must steal children. They've gone where? <laughs> so it was just too much for me to handle. And um, I think after two hours, Jeez. As we were looking, um, there was no cell phones as well that time. We were just walking around like crazy people, crazy people, until one nurse said to me, She saw you. She asked, How were you dressed? And she said, She saw this little girl running and walking. And we followed the direction where she said she saw you going. And lo and behold, you had crossed two traffic lights, the third one you couldn't. There was um, these fish and chips store, takeaway stores on the corner. Yeah. I won't forget it. it was called Captain Dorego, De- if yeah. I'm not wrong.
0: Captain Dorego, yeah. were
1: there, and as we crossed the street, here you are with some cops and the owners of that store. And they were even carrying you, and you were drinking some iron brew or some some drink that you sold <laughs> everywhere around yourself. And you were chatting to them. They were asking you questions, and you were chatting. (laughs) I became so weak. I think that was now after two and a half hours looking for you. I became so weak when I just saw you. My knees just gave in. I felt weak, and I was collapsing. And all I know is that they brought me some sugar water to revive me. (laughs) But I got such a fright, and I couldn't believe it. But anyway, that was just one incident. And I will tell about the others. No, you got lost at
0: least. Seriously, lost about three times. Three times, I know. Once in Cape Town. Oh yes. my goodness, this child is. I more- know, I know. You have been giving us
1: headaches from a little girl, eh? So, <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you? get the same from yours.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got my first dose just two weeks ago, and it was horrific. Yeah. And I, in that moment, <laughs> I knew. I yeah, yeah. You really, I gave you stress, eh? <laughs> yes. No. No,
1: that was it. It was. It was, it was terrible. I tell you. I don't know what happened to me, but I had never fainted, but that day I needed to faint because my knees gave in. I was weak. I couldn't stand, and people held me up, and I was falling over, and yeah, I was offered some, I take it it was sugar water.
0: I don't know what it was, Drama. but it revived me. Yeah. Well, my mama- Oh, yeah. well, Mama, thank you so much for chatting and sharing that story with everybody. That was very kind of you. And I'm sorry for giving you uh, weak knees <laughs> <laughs> whilst I ate uh, wine gums and drank iron brew. Uh, thank okay. you very much. Well, have a good You're one, Mom. I'll see you now. now. Thank you. Bye. 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 So, there you have it. My mom's saying exactly what kind of baby I was. And I just wondered to uh, you guys what your story is about, you know, thinking your child is over there. And next thing you look, the child is not there anymore. And of course, I'm looking for the stories where um, you just didn't know what to do and the crazy stories of where you found them. I've heard children hiding in cupboards, playing hide and go seek, and et cetera. So, drop me a voice note zero six one seven nine two nine four nine five. Hi Carol, yeah I had just that experience. My oldest daughter, she is now 16 but she was two at the time and we were in the Woolworths and um, I was standing in the queue to pay and she wanted to stand next to the trolley so I said yeah that's cool but just hold on to the trolley and then I turned and I got a chocolate for her and turned back and she was gone. And I was calling and I was looking. The lady behind me said to her son, "Hold on to the trolleys." She came looking for me. We were looking everywhere, and there she was, playing hide and seek from mom in one of the racks. And uh, yeah, it was it was one of the scariest experiences of my life. Sounds petrifying. Hello, Carol. This is Patty. Um, my son was three years old, and I was shopping at my scrap centre.
1: They had John Orr's there and they had dresses on a circular display and he climbed into the middle of it. So I thought, well, he's safe there. And as I went through the dresses, Mm -hmm. I suddenly thought, where is he? And I looked inside and he wasn't in this circle. So I frantically ran down one of the aisles and a lady said to me, are you looking for a little boy? I said, yes. And my heart had an icy band around it. And then I saw him. He'd walked to The front door and was gonna just go out. It oh was the like most
0: terrifying feeling I've ever had. Sure, yeah, I know we put our parents through the most. Good morning,
1: Carol. Thanks for a lovely show. Thank you. Shereen calling here. Yes, my little girl was about two, and we were in the Woolwoods at um in, in Rosebank, and mm, that's she a big just one. vanished. Yo. I looked everywhere, and the next thing. I found her hiding under those all the tops and clothing and uh, it was just such a relief i just can't tell you but my heart didn't stop beating for quite a while
0: Mm. have a lovely day bye bye thank you for sharing geez this topic is so juicy the voice notes are Coming in the numbers, and all your stories are so dynamic and interesting. So this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna do this again tomorrow, same time. I'm gonna save all these voice notes that have come in, and we're gonna play them again tomorrow. Because as I'm speaking now, I'm just getting more and more and more and more voice notes. Uh, so we're definitely gonna carry this one on to the next one. It is the most horrifying experience ever, and I won't lie. In the moment. When I found my child, and I'll tell you why I was even more petrified, the night, the, the day before, I was braiding my hair, and I came across a video of this man who stole, who tried to steal this child, and the child screamed, and the neighbors got a hold of him. Turned out he had a record, and he was, a pedophile, and all sorts of weird, crazy stuff, and this guy went to jail. So my mind automatically went there, and I just thought the worst of the worst of the worst. And then it got me in the same breath thinking about parents who don't have the happy ending, right? The parents who lose these kids and you sit for years and years and years and you never know what happened to your children. It also was just such an important reminder as parents to keep our eyes open and watch these babies. They are so curious. They just want to see what's that. What's that? If I go over there, what happens? If somebody calls them, they go. They're just so humble and so innocent. Um, But yes. I'm here for these voice notes. We're going to do another dose of this tomorrow. Same time, all right? Between 12 and 1, I'll play the rest of these voice notes. To listen
1: to these moments and anything else you might have missed, go to ecr.co.za and click on podcasts.